Thinking of starting your own business? Whether your goal is to start a new business or grow a current one, OK Vetworks is here to help. Remember, all of our services are free. Get information at oklahoma.gov forward slash veterans. And thank you for joining us today for another entrepreneurship podcast. back to OK VetWorks podcast for this week. So I want to talk to you a little bit about a an article that I found this week by a guy named Jeff Hughes. Uh, he wrote an article called How to Write a One-Page Strategic Plan. And I read through this article and I found several interesting points. So I want to go through here and kind of go through his article and highlight some things that I think that you can find very useful in your business. He says strategic planning is the how that takes you from your current state desired future. If you want to become an effective business planner, then you need to become a conscientious strategic thinker. Employees want to follow the business leader with with a good business plan. And if you hold a position of leadership in an organization, strategic thinking is a core competency. Strategic thinking can help you simplify complex issues and long-term objectives in order to see the clear path to achieving your strategic plan. So what I want to kind of look at as we go through here this morning is, is what areas that he's really highlighting and how they apply to everyday business for us today. And I think that the, the strategic plans that he has lined out and the way to come up with these strategic plans is, is, is pretty good thinking and a, and a good thing that we can utilize on an ongoing basis. And you may want to look at these plans and the, the tactics that he's using here you know, you may even start out at every three months, six months, and go to a year, and then expand it from there. But I think there's a lot here that we can look at that would be very beneficial. He says, sound strategic thinking dictates that you plan before you implement. What a concept there. He says, and it gives you the opportunity to look into the future more effectively. He has some key guidelines for strategic thinking, which includes things like breaking down the issues into smaller parts, allowing you to focus on the issues more effectively helps you to solve the problem because it's more clearly defined. He says if you rush to conclusions, you may end up solving the wrong problem. In other words, you have to focus on that one problem that that you've identified and solve that. If you don't stay focused on that one problem, you're going to start to expand into other areas, and that that particular problem is going to go away in the fact that you're going to simply forget about it, not come back to it. He says also you need to ask why before how. Asking why helps you think about all the reasons for decisions. Asking why will will switch switch you on to thinking about the possibilities and opportunities. You know, go back to your childhood, and, and if you have small children yourself or you've had them in the past, you understand that that big question of why comes up so often. But it makes you think about truly what is going on in that situation. Why is that happening, and what can we do to fix it? Next, he says we need to ask probing questions to expose the real issues and challenge your, your assumptions. Discovering and understanding your current state is essential if you are to plan effectively. Well, I don't know that I can really expand that a whole lot. I mean, exposing the real issues and challenging those assumptions. Of course, we know assumptions are never a good thing to have because it just leads to problems all around. So but we, if we challenge some of those assumptions and those real issues, we're going to find a, a way to take care of them a little bit more effectively. 
And finally, it says continue to collect data even after you think you have identified the issues. This is what I was talking about earlier about how you may want to revisit these things periodically. I mean, even a month at a time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and then further out as that plan continues to unfold. It says all good strategic thinkers are exacting in their thinking. They can match the right strategy to the corresponding objective because they have uncovered the root cause of issues and prioritize them. Strategic thinking aligns you with your target and permits you to create strategies that positively impact the results sought. Strategic thinking is the, is the connector between where you are today and where you want to be. By methodically thinking through the above questions, those that we talked about just a moment ago, increasing your likeliness for success for tomorrow. Well, what a, what a concept, you know, another podcast we talked about how if you go into a strategic thinking meeting with your, you know, your upper management, your shareholders, whoever it may be, your team, we really need to sit down and think about what is going on with each individual situation, not the overall, but each individual spot. It says there's a process behind this. He says you have to begin by gathering and viewing organizations past and current business performance and trends. In other words, you need to look at the financial, the, the human resources, the IT, the sales and marketing areas, operations and other key areas of the business that help you get to the baseline of performance. If you use key performance indicators or KPIs, if you want to abbreviate that, you need to check those trends carefully for, because they're going to tell you a lot about your organization's ability to achieve the goals. If you don't use the key performance indicators, the KPIs, these measurements will help evaluate the success or, or the shortfalls if you have those in an organization relating to the important initiatives, the, the important ob objectives, or the programs that you're trying to promote. There are some additional pieces of your pieces of your research that you should in, you should include, and that's a SWOT analysis. Which, is, if you need a copy of a SWOT analysis, those are on our website for you to pull off some keys there to, to work on that. But you also need to have an env environmental scan. The, the SWOT analysis helps you identify your company's current strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. That's what the SWOT stands for, S-W-O-T. And an environmental scan will help you look at the current state and trends that on the outside of your walls of business that could influence the emphasis that you place on certain elements on your strategic plan. A competitive market assessment and gathering intelligence on your consumers should also make you part, make up part of your research undertaking. Then he says, finally, check your vision and mission statement for relevance and accuracy that are relative to your strategic plan. And be certain that your, your strategies, your objectives and action plans line up with your mission and vision. Because in this way, you have a, a congruity of your, of your strategic plan. Those mission and vision statements should be very simple, be something that everyone can remember that's in your organization, but it lines everything out for your customer if they were to see those. And I, and I strongly encourage you to let them see your vision and mission statements. Because once they see that, they know what you're all about. They know a little bit into the into your business and want to know and lets them know if they really want to support what you're what you're working towards. Next, it says asking questions throughout the process of strategy building is a must, even after you've come to a conclusion. So you need to select team of colleagues. You need to look at those 
with strategic mindsets who represent many viewpoints within your company that you that you can. You need to have this this if you would a think tank that will expose any shortfalls in your thinking. You need to identify creative solutions that will become part of your strategic plan as well. But what he's saying here is don't rush into solutions. If you do not focus on the right objectives and their respective strategic levers, you will likely not achieve your desired results. You're going to go off. You're going to do a squirrel, if you would. And, and you know, a dog's got their focus on one thing, then they see the squirrel off their off that side of their eye, and they automatically turn to that squirrel. Keep those things in, in perspective. Keep them straight in front of your face so you don't squirrel off and forget them, or you're not going to get that desired result. He said there's some key questions that we need to ask of the group when we assemble together. He says, do we have the right objective currently or what needs need to stay and what needs need to be modified or eliminated? He says, who is responsible for what? Who? Who is responsible for whom? And do we have the right people in the right places? Then he says, what is our projective income, expense, and net? In other words, can we afford it and how can we afford this? Are we on pace to hit our financial operation objectives this year? Are we achieving the quality we expect and demands of ourselves? You know, that's hard to look at sometimes. Look at our, our own quality, our own mechanisms that we're doing. Are they the best that we can do? Are we providing the top quality product that our customers are wanting? How can we be more effective and more efficient as we move toward the vision? How can you describe your ideal client and how will you attract them? Well, that's a that's a big one right there. That's that's a marketing plan in itself and in a in separate from your strategic plan. Then he says, what are your products? What are the products you sell? What are the services you provide? What is your business model? And how will you increase or decrease the metrics that are held within current strategic objectives? So if, if you're satisfied that your research has identified the root causes of a, uh, are solid, then ask the question, how next? You're now set to create your own strategies, and in fact, he says, no matter how you go about planning, start with the obvious. When you tackle an issue, it brings unity and consensus to your team because everybody sees those particular things. So you need to keep your thinking on one page. So why, why one page? It, focuses, it forces you to focus on what is truly important. A one-page plan, if you would, in this situation approach will to a strategic plan, building and, and management for offers and many benefits. It can actually help you develop that state of your plan, make it easier to associate and understand it. Um, it makes it for everyone around you a little bit easier to understand it as well because it's not so, so driven on how many pages you can have. You know, we've talked about before a business plan is normally about 28 to 30 pages. This one, what I'm focusing here is this is trying to knock you down to a single page strategic plan that makes several points that you want to emphasize. And it focuses on five key areas that I think are important for your business. You know, your vision, your mission, your objectives, your strategies, and your action plans. Um, there is a company out there called the one page business plan. I don't know how much it costs if you want to use their services. But I think you can come up with those as long as you have those five key areas. I think you can probably develop your one-page one business plan on your own. 
Um, but we need to put next thing is we need to put our thinking into action. You know, we, we do a lot of this. Every organization or every business I've ever worked for, we, we come together and we talk about all these things that we need to work on. And that's as far as we get a lot of the times. We'll, we'll talk about them. We'll bring them out in the open. We'll say, okay, we need to work on these things. And then a year, two years, three years later, we hadn't even began to work on those. So we need to make sure we put these things into action. He says, you've decided to achieving aggressive growth as your key strategy, for example, with one of your long-term business objectives defined. In other words, you need to increase your market share by 50% in the next three years. You're going to need a combination of strategies and action plans to begin to build out the mechanisms that you're going to help achieve those goals and objectives. Those strategies will generally span over several areas. And some of those areas I think we have to look at is the customer, the process improvement, the learning and growth, and our financial objectives. To frame the intent of our, our strategic plan, we need to use things like we need to become nationally known for whatever it is, whatever product or services we're doing. We need to provide excellent customer service by and whatever that would be. Invest in our technologies to improve our whatever that would be. And then also something on the long, long line of continuously improve profitability by and whatever the objective you come up with to go with that. You know, select a combination of strategies that will most likely be the basis for your strategic plan. Ones that will help you achieve your strategic objectives. Each objective should have up to four strategies to support each, each strategic objective as well. One thing to remember as you, as you create these is that each objective should be couched in an acronym such as SMART. SMART standing for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. Again, SMART means Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. And finally, he says, now we need, to, we need to think about this a little bit. He says, do the, the objectives together with strategies and action plans provide enough to lift and achieve the three-year business plan? Do these objectives or strategies support our mission and vision, and vision? And do these strategies ensure achieving those objectives? Are action plans completely thought through and creative and create clarity of the strategic objectives. Boy, how important is that? And he says strategies that, that others in the organization charged with developing and implementing aligned objectives, strategies, and action plans understand and can operationalize all of those parts. Finally, he says, do you have a place to record your best thinking so it's easily available to all team members? If not, again, consider the one-page plan and the performance system that we've discussed here today. As you can see, there's a lot of strategic thinking and research and feedback and communication that's necessary to really craft a, a sound strategic business plan. Breaking down tough issues into smaller parts for, are going to help you get to the root cause of unacceptable performance. You know, asking why before how is, is crucial to ensure the plan you create addresses the business issues that you're trying to solve. Once you've gone through this process, you're going to need to keep thinking about it in the future. A three-year time horizon today, today is a long time away. 
a one-year review of the complete plan and its KPIs should be part of the ongoing business. Again, I also encourage you to do those more often, and that helps you develop those and time and and really, you know, fine-tune those situations, those strat those strategies. And when you're ready to build the next strategic plan, you need to repeat the steps and the processes that you've been outlined that, that we've talked about here today. You're going to improve your, your performance and you're going to gain more insight each time you go through this critical exercise. Hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. Again, tune in back with us again soon and we'll have more coming up. Thank you for visiting the OK Vetworks part of ODVA podcast.